Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 368. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues in the series Jesus is Coming Soon. Today's scripture text is taken from Sam chapter 73, verses 1 to 20. No doubt about it, God is good. Good to good people, good to the good-hearted. But I nearly missed it, missed seeing his goodness. I was looking the other way, looking up to the people at the top, envying the wicked who have made it, who have nothing to worry about, not a care in the whole wide world. Pretentious with arrogance, they wear the latest fashions in violence, pampered and overfed, decked out in silk bows of silliness, They jeer using words to kill. They bully their way with words. They're full of hot air, loud mouths disturbing the peace. People actually listen to them. Can you believe it? Like thirsty puppies, they lap up their words. What's going on here? Is God out to lunch? Nobody's tending the store. The wicked get by with everything. They have it made, piling up riches. I've been stupid to play by the rules. What has it gotten me? A long run of bad luck. That's what. A slap in the face every time I walk out the door. If I'd given in and talk like this, I would have betrayed your dear children. Still, when I tried to figure it out, all I got was a splitting headache until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I saw the whole picture, the slippery road you have put them on. With a final crash in a ditch of delusions, in the blink of an eye, disaster, a blind curve in the dark and nightmare. We wake up and rub our eyes, nothing. 
There's nothing to them, and there never was. This text was taken from the Message Bible. We definitely see that in this psalm of Asaph, titled The Perspective of Eternity, Asaph writes this song pointing to his frustrations as he watched the wicked prosper and the righteous struggle, as he recounted the wicked deeds of many and how they prosper in power, wealth and influence, Asaph realized what his problem was. He was looking in the wrong place, and as a consequence, he had taken his eyes away from God to gaze, albeit with disgust, and to some extent wonder at the wicked. Then he turned back to look at God vis-a-vis -vis his word. He saw the futility of the way of those who are lost. In closing, let's read this word of encouragement from King David. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. This text was taken from Psalm chapter 37, verses 1 and 2. Today in our devotional, we'll be discussing to prepare for Jesus, since God has made known to us the mystery of his will, let's find out what it is. Please stay tuned. This is the week of the series, Jesus is Coming Soon. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the First Assembly of God Church in Salt Pond, Long Island, Bahamas. The pastor is Pastor Craig Fox. The First Assembly of God Church meets four services on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. and for midweek Bible study on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. To contact the First Assembly of God Church, you can call 1242-338-0074 or write to the email address agsaltpond at outlook.com. Please make plans to attend this week. Pastor Craig and his team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 368. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup. The White House on Wednesday, April 26th, 
issued the remarks by President Joseph Biden and President Yoon suk Yuel of the Republic of Korea at the arrival ceremony at the White House. President Biden elaborated that the United States and the Republic of Korea celebrate their ironclad alliance, their shared vision of their future, and their deep friendship that unites the Republic of Korea and the United States. Furthermore, President Biden added that this year marks the 70th anniversary of the alliance between their two nations. It's an unbreakable bond forged in bravery and the sacrifice of their people, sanctified by the blood of American and Korean troops who fought and defended liberty. The president further stated that their economies were on the vanguard of technological development and that their nations were powerhouses of innovation. Lastly, President Biden underscored that there's a future filled with unimaginable opportunity and endless possibility. He also emphasized that nothing was beyond their ability to reach when their nations and their peoples stand united. He maintained that they have proven this time and again over the last 70 years. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Shining Light Wesleyan Church, located at Canal No. 1 Polder, West Bank, Demerara, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Charmin McLean. The Shining Light Wesleyan Church meets on Sundays for Sunday school at 9 a.m. and for their devotional service at 10.30 a.m. Residents in the West Bank Demerara communities are invited to make plans to attend this week. Reverend Charmin and the team will make you and your family feel highly appreciated. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, on Tuesday, April 25th, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on Israel's Independence Day, which is celebrated annually on the anniversary of the establishment of the State of Israel, according to the Hebrew calendar on the fifth day of the month of Iyar. Israel Foreign Ministry submitted 
that the day preceding this celebration is devoted to the memory of those who gave their lives for the achievement of the country's independence and its continued existence, known or referred to as Memorial Day. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs further noted that Israel's 75th Independence Day celebrations commenced this year on Tuesday evening, April 25th, immediately upon the conclusion of Memorial Day for the fallen soldiers and victims of terrorism when the state flag was raised to full mast at the national ceremony on Mount Herzl, at which 12 torches were lit. Independence days filled with festivities and celebrations, including picnics, barbecues, family gatherings, and nature trips. Balconies, car windows, storefronts, and more are liberally decorated with Israeli flags. Lastly, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs, citing the Central Bureau of Statistics, announced that on the eve of Israel's 75th anniversary, the population of Israel was estimated at 9.757 million, almost 12 times the population at the establishment of the state in 1948, at which time the population was 806,000. Jews today constitute 73.5% of the population, Arabs 21% and others 5.5%. About 75% of the Jewish population comprises those of native-born Israelis and more than half are at least second-generation Israelis. In addition, the foreign ministry argued that since the establishment of the state, over 3.3 million immigrants arrived in Israel. As a result, the allocation of Jews in Israel as a percentage of total Jewish population in the world grew from 6% on the country's first anniversary to 44% on the eve of the 75th and that in 1948 only Tel Aviv Jaffa had more than 100,000 residents. Today there are 14 cities in Israel with a population of over 100,000 and six others with over 200,000 residents, including Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Jaffa, Haifa and Ashud. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option 
for Middle East Peace, written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please order your copy today. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the series, Jesus is Coming Soon. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House on Wednesday, April 26th, issued the remarks by President Biden as he welcomed the President of the Republic of Korea at the White House. These two nations will celebrate this year their 70th anniversary of bilateral relations internationally. On Tuesday, April 25th, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on Israel's Independence Day 2023. The Central Bureau of Statistics announced that on the eve of Israel's 75th anniversary, the population of Israel was estimated at 9.7 million, almost 12 times the population at the establishment of the state in 1948, which was at the time 806,000. Welcome to our devotional. All week we'll be looking at the series, Jesus is Coming Soon. On Monday we focused on, to prepare for Jesus, God has special treatments for his children to receive from him. What are they? On Wednesday it will be, since God has made known to us the mystery of his will, let's find out what it is. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord Wills, our special guest speaker, will share with us on the people Jesus is coming for are loved, made alive, raised up, and sit together with him in heavenly places. Are you on board? Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. 
The source of this text was Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 to 12. One other verse. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time begun. This text was taken from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. As we journey through the series, Jesus is coming soon, the process involves perusing the scriptures, book after book in the New Testament, seeing what God has in store for us. Thus, this approach prevents us from having a sensational view, but instead one which allows the scriptures to affirm the message and to also tell us what our responsibilities to the news are. So, we see, we hear, and we internalize, so as to prepare. Let's go into our discussion for today. We have the word mystery before us. In many instances, the word seems to make you think of the unknown, something hidden or secret. In the Google Dictionary, the word mystery is defined as something that is difficult or impossible to understand or explain. So, what is the Lord saying to us? He is conveying to us that there are some new developments. He has decided to reveal to those who serve him something was previously unknown or hidden from us. Then, let's see what he has now revealed to us. Here is it, right there in verse 10. We have the information of what was hidden from us before and is now revealed. Let's read. That in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. The mystery is that God has a plan to gather everything in Christ Jesus at an appointed time. That is to have him rule the world as the righteous king of kings. Let's see how another translation speaks to this verse. And it is verse 10 in Ephesians chapter 1. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. This source was from the New Living Translation. Let's see one more. His plan to place everything in heaven and on earth under the Messiah's headship. This text was from the complete Jewish Bible. Kindly be reminded that all these versions highlighted the same verse from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. 
Therefore, mankind will not rule or govern the world in perpetuity. No, only Jesus Christ will have eternal rule and power. So in our reflections today, Asaph lamented the pain of living under the rulership of the wicked. Many of you may also be crying out to God because of the wickedness that is so openly and brazenly displayed within your nation, state or kingdom. However, take heart in this. God is good. He is patient. He has mercy extended to the wicked because he knows that eternity in hell will be a dreadful outcome. He has no delight in the death of the sinner. So he continues to wait and wait. But just as God waited for seven days before closing the door to the ark with Noah and his immediate family and the animals inside and the rest of humanity perished outside, no one could say that God was not merciful. He had Noah preached the word to them for 120 years. It has been over 2,000 years since Jesus ascended into heaven. The disciples were told one day he will be returning. The question is, are you ready? In closing, let's read this very interesting story which will help you to see that God will establish his word. But he gives everyone a chance. Listen to the story. While I was asleep, I had a vision of a huge tree in the middle of the earth. It grew bigger and bigger until it reached the sky and could be seen by everyone in the world. Its leaves were beautiful and it was loaded down with fruit, enough for the whole world to eat. Wild animals rested in its shade, birds built nests in its branches and Every kind of living being ate its fruit. While I was thinking about the vision, I saw coming down from heaven an angel, alert and watchful. He proclaimed in a loud voice, Cut the tree down and chop off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Drive the animals from under it and the birds out of its branches. But leave the stump in the ground with a band of iron and bronze around it. Leave it there in the field with the grass. Now let the Jew fall on this man and let him live with the animals and the plants. For seven years he will not have a human mind, but the mind of an animal. This is the decision of the alert and watchful angels. So then, 
Let all the people everywhere know that the Supreme God has power over human kingdoms and that he can give them to anyone he chooses, even to those who are least important. This is the dream I had, said King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Belteshazzar, tell me what it means. None of my royal advisers could tell me, but you can, because the spirit of the holy God lives in you. All this did happen to King Nebuchadnezzar. Only twelve months later, while he was walking around on the roof of his royal palace in Babylon, the words came true immediately. Nebuchadnezzar was driven out of human society and ate grass like an ox. The dew fell on his body, and his hair grew as long as eagle feathers, and his nails as long as bird claws. This text was taken from the book of Daniel, chapter 4, verses 10 to 18, 28 to 29, and 33. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, for whom the bell tolls. Lord Jesus, we worship you. We come in humility, acknowledging that we have sinned against you, God. We desire to repent so that we can be redeemed by your blood which was shed for us. God has purpose for us to live holy lives, victorious lives, triumphant lives in the name of Jesus. Help us to hold fast with the confidence that God's word is true and everything he has promised he will do. Whatever he says he will do. Therefore the word is true that Jesus is coming again. It is going to happen. It has not happened as yet, but it shall take place. Therefore, help us to have the attitude that since Jesus is coming, we must be ready. And you have been given us alerts and warnings to help us be prepared. Therefore, help us to lay aside every weight and every sin that doth easily beset us, never losing hope that Jesus Christ is coming for anyone who is prepared. Therefore, we have an opportunity, each of us, to ensure that we are prepared. We pray for the nation's leaders, the leaders of the world, those who are bureaucrats as well, that they will repent, because just as you dealt with King Nebuchadnezzar, you will judge every man. No one would escape because they happened to be leader of some particular place. No, everyone, everyone, every man, every woman will stand or bow before you one day. Therefore, we desire to be ready to live lives that are pleasing in your sight so we can spend eternity with you in Jesus' name. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. 
The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 368. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Showcase, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Case, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Ukerch for his handy work, sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.